Hey, I know you're probably driving or running or cleaning the house or doing something else when you're listening to this, but look, if you're a B2B marketer and you need to start generating revenue from your marketing, then you have to check out our 12-week program, the B2B Incubator. It's built for small, in-house B2B marketing teams with limited time and budget. We give you the strategy, the templates, and the tools to start driving revenue, not just leads. So if you're ready to act on all the advice Kevin and I give you, next time you take that first sip of coffee in the morning, make sure you head to the B2B Incubator and apply now. There's only 10 spots available per cohort with our next one launching at the end of May, 2024. Remember, the B2B Incubator, apply now so you don't miss out. We've had B2B marketing managers, CMOs, marketers in demand generals, content leads, and more all go through this program and they're currently executing the demand strategies that they've created. Some are now even contributing as much as 80% of the pipeline to their business after working through it. Make sure you check out the b2bincubator.com and apply now to start driving more demand and more revenue for your brand. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the B2B Playbook Podcast. Each week, we discuss strategies and tactics to help B2B businesses grow online. We're your hosts, Kevin and George, a couple of digital marketing professionals. We've waded through the noise and made the mistakes so you don't have to. The B2B world has changed and you need to put your customers at the heart of your marketing. We'll cover how you can use our framework, the five Bs, to create a brand that customers are ready to buy from, love and advocate for. We'll get insights from successful people in the industry and cover the latest trends to keep you on the cutting edge of the B2B world. If you're interested in B2B marketing strategies and tactics that work, then this podcast is for you. Subscribe to get the latest from the B2B playbook first. Remember, successful B2B marketing starts with the buyer. Welcome back to the B2B Playbook. Kevin, Kevin, your Mr. and Mrs. Chen. Well, not just you, you and your former fiance, now wife, Christine. Welcome back. How was it? It was very good, George. We were, we were very lucky. Mr. and Mrs. Chen still sounds very weird, uh, much more appropriate to my parents than myself. But we are married um, and we had a bit of Good luck as well. It was raining the day before, but it cleared up very well for the day of. So we're very lucky in that sense. And yeah, we had great weather for for the whole two week trip. What else is there to say? It was a great trip. We had our parents with us. Um, it was a lovely time. How was it eloping? Eloping with your parents? Did you elope just so I couldn't go? Is that why you did it? Was <laughs> it just to have have a couple of weeks without me? No, no, George, no, no. Although it may appear that way and that might be an added bonus. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> we, we actually wanted everyone there, yourself included, George. We wanted everyone there in New Zealand with us. But uh, with COVID and all the different changes with the rules of travel, it was just too hard to get everyone over there. So we decided to just have the ceremony itself over there with um, both our parents. Um, but even that was, I'll tell you, it was hard enough, George, working out paperwork <laughs> and flights and accommodation for both sets of parents during just after a pandemic. Um, the, the paperwork is insane, um, much more complicated than it used to be to travel internationally, especially just to New Zealand from here in Australia. 
I don't envy you. I don't know if you're the same, but my parents, my grandparents, like they just go straight into panic mode anytime that we're traveling. <laughs> and like everyone, like their kids, we're now like, you know, in our late 20s, early 30s. So we're all very capable. We're all responsible for ourselves. But traveling with them, my God, they treat you like you're seven years old. Mum's having panic attacks when we travel with our grandma, my yaya. Anytime uh, she gets to like the front of the queue and someone asks her like, oh, are you with them to go like through security (laughs) with us? She'll go, oh yeah, I am. But you know, my last name is Kalianotis, not Kudanaris, but you know, I'm with them and I am and I'm not. And it's so unbelievably confusing. She, sometimes she just like forgets her name. She's so panicked by travel authorities. Um, I don't know what it is. Did, Did your parents experience something similar? Uh, my parents are okay. They're, they're used to organizing travel for themselves. They're very modern, independent people. They both have an education in, in computer related fields. So I think they're, they're pretty handy online and getting through all the systems. They're pretty familiar. Um, Christine's parents struggle a little bit more. Um, and the Jew tend to panic a little bit, um, as you said, George, but, uh, yeah. Thankfully, we were there, we, we got them through, and uh, maybe we won't travel with them very soon in the near future. <laughs> but, uh... Well, aren't, aren't, Christine's, aren't Christine's parents lucky that they have a, um, a new son-in-law who loves doing paperwork? So <laughs> it's no problem for them at all. It's all taken care of. No, it's, it's definitely no problem um, for us or for them really uh, we're happy to do that um and it was fun although we'll probably have to do a proper honeymoon at some point without the without the parents in tow <laughs> honeymooning with the parents how ethnic can you get i'm sure mine will follow me too my god well kevin uh as glad as you were to leave me for a couple of weeks i'm just <laughs> as glad to have you back uh, I'm very excited to dig into this season. We're into season three of the B2B playbook, um, which is which is awesome. We're well beyond that barrier where people stop and we've got no intentions of stopping soon. I'm, we've got to get through the five Bs. We've committed to that. So That's we're at right. least going to shoot That's for right. episode 70, 80, maybe 100. Uh, so super stoked to be here into season three. And Kev, tell us what's season three all about. Season three. Season three is Be Seen. Um, Be Seen being the third B of our five Bs framework. I guess really quickly uh, for any new listeners joining us, uh, we're really talking in the show about our step-by-step evergreen framework, the five Bs. Uh, The five Bs being be ready, be helpful, be seen, be better, and be the best. And it's all about how the five Bs can help you effectively do demand generation. And it's, it's the way that we've looked at it as the best way to approach B2B marketing, particularly online. And our framework is the five Bs, an easy way to remember. Last season, we spoke for 18 episodes and a few guest episodes uh, on that second B that we just covered, be helpful. And before that, it was be ready. Those two Bs really help prep you to ensure that you deeply understand your dream customers, be ready and that you're creating helpful content that is really addressing the pain points of those dream customers. Be helpful. And so you should really be starting to grow a relationship and build a relationship of trust with your dream customers online through those two Bs. And now they should be coming to you and ready to buy from you. So in this next stage, the third B, Be Seen, 
We're talking about how you can then amplify the impacts of what you've been doing in those first two stages. In this particular episode, we're going to be doing a quick overview of this season and what we'll cover and what B-Scene really entails. And then we'll start to dig deeper into each of those sections. We start this by looking at what does being seen really mean and why does it work? And what are the two main ways to be seen? Kev, just before we dig into this episode, um, I just wanted to remind any new listeners that for the first two Bs, be ready and be helpful. Kev and I actually share how to do that step-by-step on this podcast. So we really encourage you to go back and listen to the episodes in order. And Kevin, you know, I'm obsessed with looking at, you know, where our listeners are from, how quickly we're getting new listeners. And it's so encouraging to see like most people going back and starting from the beginning and working their way through the episodes of the podcast. Cause that's exactly how we've designed it. Um, I feel like there aren't many people. I haven't seen anyone in the BDB sphere give away something like we are showing people how to do it step by step. So it's really encouraging to see people going back and actually listening to it in order as it were designed and hopefully getting a ton of value from it. Yeah, exactly. We're doing it in that particular way and hopefully delivering that value. And it looks like people are starting to get that value and going back and getting the full extent of that value, which is, as George said, very exciting for us. All right, Kev. So be seen. What does it mean? Can I tell you what I think it means? Sure, George. All right. I think, Kev, be seen is really about amplifying the reach and the impact of that really helpful expert content that you've been putting out there and that you've hopefully started putting together based on your deep understanding of the customer after listening to the last two seasons of the B2B playbook. It's all about ensuring you're getting the maximum impact out of your efforts so you can reinvest the return and keep scaling. I mean, Kev, in short, it's about amplifying your helpful content to the right people and then accelerating your growth. And I think that be seen is able to be done sustainably in a sustainable manner because we've done the be ready and the be helpful parts first. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself, George. Um, So I'll probably leave it there. Um, As George said, the main point is about amplifying the reach and impact of the helpful expert content that you're putting out there now. And that's the way you should be looking at it. You're being seen by all those people, all the right people that you want to see that helpful content and essentially accelerate that growth cycle. Let's move on to why does being seen work? Let's revisit something really quickly that we talked about in Be Helpful. When you're asking someone to buy your product or service, you're asking them to change the status quo. And you're asking them to do that and to move away from what they're currently doing. If they then hire or buy your product, they're opening themselves up to scrutiny from the bosses, the stakeholders, even their colleagues. So to really get them to do that, you need to get them to trust you. And we said that a lot over the last couple of seasons, particularly last season. That's what your brand is all about. It really needs to build trust with your dream customers, with your potential customers, with everyone that is coming into into contact with your brand and your content. If they trust you, then that jump to employing your services or products become a lot easier. And you've started to build that trust by providing the helpful content that we talked about last season. Again, if you haven't listened to last season, we strongly encourage you to go back and figure out how to start building that helpful content first. But if you have been building that helpful content and it's starting to solve those pain points of your dream customers, at this point, you've proven what content works and what those pain points are to get that trust so that your dream customers come to you and are ready to buy from you. 
So importantly, you've built that reputation and that trust for being some sort of an expert in your field. And now it's then time to turn that reputation, the foundation you've built there with your helpful content and to reinvest the results you're getting from that to maximize the impact that you're getting from that content. In other words, again, amplify your expertise to the right people. And that's what Be Seen is all about. It's centered around utilizing that strong foundation of customer understanding and helpful expert content that you have to maximize the reach of that content and the impact that you have as an expert. All right, folks, quick breather here. In my time in B2B marketing, generally I've come to realize that there are just certain tools that can be an absolute game changer. And that's why I'm really excited to talk about Leadfeeder. Uh, it's a tool that helps you cut through the data and turn those website visitors into solid leads and opportunities for your business. Leadfeeder shows you which companies are checking out your site, tracking their behavior, and it integrates all of this with your CRM. And the result is it's basically like a secret weapon for targeted lead engagement, and it really makes it easier for your team to convert website traffic into sales. Head to leadfeeder.com, give it a free demo, and you'll also get a free extended premium trial when you let the rep know that you found out about Leadfeeder through the B2B Playbook podcast. That's leadfeeder.com. Okay, check it out. Back to the show. Yeah, Kev, there's really two main ways to do this, isn't it? The way that we view Be Seen and using your paid media to really amplify all that awesome, helpful content that you've been doing to help you build those relationships even more at scale. And that is one, using an account-based marketing approach, also known as ABM, and two, using paid ads with a demand generation focus. Why don't we dig into each of those a little bit more, Kev? So why don't we start with... Uh, account-based marketing, ABM. It's a really hot topic. It's actually existed for quite a long time, but it's becoming more and more popular. And over this season, we're going to unfold a lot of the details in the framework for ABM, account-based marketing. But for the time being, we'll give you a quick intro as to what ABM is. So ABM really sees you start to focus on your top value accounts or potential accounts. And it uses your sales and marketing resources to tailor their customer journeys. So you become very visible to a select group of dream customers that you focus your marketing and sales resources on. You use your helpful content and learnings from the previous Bs, be helpful and be ready, to ensure that it's positive and really has a lot of great impact uh, when it comes to your visibility in front of the key decision makers and influencers to turn them into true fans of your brand. This helps to build a really strong community of power users to accelerate your growth through word of mouth. So Kev, you continue to focus and grow this core group of dream customers, knowing that as long as you service this group well, your business will thrive and others will come knocking on your door and that allows you to keep scaling as a result. So in summary, Kev, you focus on a few key accounts, you tailor all your helpful content to them, and then you work with sales to try and win them over one at a time. Yeah, it's a really exciting one, listeners. I know George has been really in the trenches with this one, going through courses and books and LinkedIn resources, whatever he can get his hands on to really dig into all the little nitty gritty details so he can really share a very comprehensive framework with us um, on this particular piece and you know we've done a lot of work in this space over our own experience hands-on experience as well um, but marrying 
what is the latest out there in terms of the frameworks and the principles and the ABM approach with uh, really our experience in this area. It's going to be a really exciting couple of episodes coming up in this season to talk about the ABM approach. And as always, we're focusing on that B2B uh, marketing space that we always talk about. So we'll be really applying some of those principles to that area. But yeah, it's an exciting one. It goes even a little beyond just tailoring your marketing content. Um, a lot of the SaaS businesses that we've talked about uh, when they do the ABM approach right, they're really adapting the whole product uh, over time towards the top um, top value accounts and potential accounts. They're really adapting the service offering as well as the communication and the support that goes around that to those top accounts. And Kevin, just before we move on from ABM, I know we're not going to dig into the weeds um, on this particular episode on it, but we're going to uncover it in the next probably three to five episodes. There's a bit of a myth out there that ABM is just for big teams. And there are so many reasons why it's actually perfect for really small teams, particularly for those that don't have a big budget. So if you're a smaller marketing team out there and you've thought about doing ABM and you think to yourself, well, I can't afford the resources to do it. We don't have enough people to do it. We're going to show you how you can do it with some really cheap technology that works fine and using Google Sheets so anyone can do it. Yeah, it's a very exciting one and uh, well, I can't wait to, to hear it all um, and take you, the listeners, through it as well. All right, the second main way that we see is the main way of doing Be Seen is doing paid ads. But uh, as George mentioned before, when you start to look at paid media and paid ads, it really needs to be done with that demand generation focus. So some of the things that we're going to cover off and talk about how to run ads to be seen is maybe a little different from what is traditionally understood um, online, what is traditionally understood. Some of the, so some of the things that we talk about is gonna be a little different in terms of how we approach paid ads and the role that we see it play um, or the main role that it plays in your B2B marketing approach. And it all really comes down to this, um, that same idea that we talked about in your organic content and bringing out your helpful content with ads it's still about being where your buyers are and instead of working your way in you're effectively doing more of that buying your way in that we talked about in the be ready stage all the way back in the in the early episodes um, maybe some of our listeners who have been with us since the beginning don't quite remember and we encourage you to go back and listen to the first few overview uh, episodes where we cover off the differences between working away and buying your way in. Um, but ads, as we see it here in the BC stage, is really about buying your way in and still being where your buyers are. All right, so a little bit more about what this approach entails and what we're going to cover off this season when we come to talking about paid ads. We want you to start considering how you could go about amplifying your content with paid channels. In other words, how to use paid ads to amplify your content specifically. And that's why we think it's better called demand generation focused ads. The key thing to keep in mind is you need to show your ads to where your dream customers already are. Just like your helpful content, your ads need to show up where your dream customers are. And when we get to this approach later in the season, we'll first go through how to build a feedback loop from your existing content, your existing helpful content 
to your ads? How do you take those learnings you already have from your helpful content directly into your ads so that you can ensure your ads have the right messaging as well, have just as much impact as your helpful content, and also that your helpful content is not wasted because it doesn't get the reach that it deserves from organic channels. As we all know, uh, in a couple of discussions we had in various episodes in the past, Organic channels are on the decline and generally as platforms and channels mature, the organic versions of those channels do decline in their reach. So this is about how do you counteract that? How do you balance that so that the helpful content that you spend all your energy on uh, improving, developing and pushing out there through organic channels, it's not wasted. It's meeting its full potential because you're also leveraging ads to get that reach that that content deserves. Once you talked about that and building the feedback loop, well then, briefly cover off again on how to understand these paid channels. Now, this is something that we've talked about in the past briefly, but we'll dig a bit further into that analysis piece and then using that knowledge to decide which of the paid channels are best for you to promote your particular business, your products and your services. And finally, now that you know how to use the ads, what the messaging should look like, how you should use it to maximize the impact of your content, We'll then go through some common B2B marketing ones that you should start considering right from the off. Some of the ones that we've experimented with, we've found success with, we've heard others found success with, we'll share those learnings, we'll share our insights so you can hit the ground running as you start to explore paid ads in the B2B marketing space as well. Yeah, hopefully we save our listeners some time uh, by sharing our own process and our learnings so they don't have to go through that pain themselves. So very excited to do that. And Kev, just to touch on using paid ads, of course, when it comes to demand generation, we'll talk about how you can use those paid ads too. On the one hand, as Kev said, use that helpful um, content that we created and help use paid ads to continue to create more demand. And then we'll also look at some of those more lower funnel channels and look at how we actually use paid uh, media to capture that demand too. So excited to create those two distinctions and show you guys how to do each of those. And just like last season, I think we'll probably round off this season when we get there with some examples on how to put those two approaches into action. That's ABM and the paid ads with a demand generation focus. And hopefully we'll get some great insights as we did last season from experts on each of those approaches and specific areas within each of those approaches as well. Yeah, we got some really good experts lined up for this season. So very excited to uh, to get their opinion on how they do things internally and how that works within our own framework as well. All right, listeners. So that's a quick overview of season three be seen that's what you can expect coming up in the coming weeks and months and it's all about how to amplify your b2b marketing the two main approaches being abm account-based marketing and paid ads with a demand generation focus george it's good to be back again it's lovely to be here recording once again for our lovely listeners and to be talking about something that is getting very exciting, I'm sure, for a lot of our listeners. Be seen, obviously, from the beginning, uh, when we talk about online marketing, when we talk about B2B marketing, a lot of the listeners will probably have that idea in mind of using paid ads, of doing things like account-based marketing that a lot of the big platforms talk about. And we're getting to that part of the journey in our framework as well. But really showing our take on things and what has really worked for us and what we've seen work out there. Um, so yeah, 
exciting to be back and exciting to be digging into a very exciting part of our framework. Yeah, it's going to be great. Remember, Kev, when we first uh, tried to use paid media in the B2B world and what we did didn't work. So we put a lot of time, effort and resources into getting a real proper understanding into how to use paid media and how to use it within this framework. And so that's why I'm so excited to share this with everyone because it's going to save them that pain that you and I went through. And Kev, I just want to do a special thanks to, um, to our listeners out there. Uh, you know, it's so cool to see the podcast growing each week, but even cooler to have them come out and reach out to me or you and just say hello. And I've had so many people stop in and just say that the B2B playbook is really helping give them clarity on what B2B marketing should be and really helping cut through the noise that's out there. So a huge thank you to our listeners for what I see as Kevin is them really trusting us with their time. Um, because people only have so many hours in the day. There's so much noise and content out there. And anytime anyone just listens to us, even for a tiny bit, I just want to really thank them for their trust. So thank you, listeners. Yeah, I want to echo those sentiments. Um, We're definitely very thankful, very grateful, and uh, very humble to be able to do this for our listeners and to see them get the value that, yeah, we we intend to share. And I guess just to round off, this episode then be seen it's it's an exciting part it's a very integral part of the framework but it's no substitute for being ready and being helpful uh, to begin with and as as we go through it i'm sure our listeners will see that really to get to get the most out of paid ads and certainly what we realize to get the most out of paid ads abm approach any of these scaling methods you need to be ready and you need to be uh, churning out that helpful content to get the most out of this stage. Otherwise, it's very hard to get any headway or ground on this in a sustainable manner. All right, George, next week we'll dive deeper into the BC framework and give you details on how the best marketing companies in the world are scaling their impact. Sounds great, Kevin. And we're so grateful, just as we said, that uh, each week more and more marketers are tuning in every Monday morning uh, when we drop a new episode of the B2B Playbook podcast. And if we can ask just one thing, it's to please leave us a short review on whatever platform it is that you listen on or pass it on to someone you think will get value for the show. And Kevin, I realized that we said just one thing and that's two. But uh, <laughs> if you just do one, <laughs> perhaps uh, pass it on to someone who you think could benefit from the show. Powerful most powerful thing is personal referrals and recommendations. So please go ahead and do that. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you, Kev. Thank you, listeners, for your time. Take care and see you next week. Thank you, George. Thank you, listeners. See you next week. A quick note before you go, listeners, you can find more great content and get in touch with us at theb2bplaybook.com. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and our newsletter while you're there to get the latest news, tips, and resources from our playbook. We'll be back the same day and same time with another episode next week. Thanks for tuning in to the B2B Playbook. Remember, successful B2B marketing starts with the buyer. 